Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about how to know when it's time to stop coaching classes. And this podcast is for the coaches out there, or owners out there that are you know potentially coaching all their classes and are looking at making their first hire and possibly going from coaching 40 classes per week down to 35 or 30, or for the more experienced owners out there that have been delegating more and more hours over time, but you know are, are wondering whether they should go from you know 15 class hours a week down to 10, or maybe 10 down to just a couple. And, and it, it can be a very difficult decision uh, to do this for a lot of owners out there. I know for myself, this has been one of the most difficult decisions that I've had to make throughout the six years we've been in business. And every time I remove coaching hours from my schedule, I I spend a lot of time thinking about it and there's never easy decisions for me. So I wanted to help you guys out, give you some of the the frameworks that have helped me, um, some of the examples that that I've seen that have uh, have really given me peace of mind as I've gone down in hours, but then also um, given me a reason to stay in coaching and why I still do um, some hours per week and why I haven't completely removed myself from from the coach, coaching role at CrossFit Palm Beach. So where I'm at now today, I, I consistently coach about four to five classes per week. You know, when we first opened six years ago, I was coaching every single class. My brother would, was helping me at first and kind of assisting me. And then once he was able to take on some classes, I was able to give a few up. But at first I was coaching every single class. And I mean, even as little as a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was probably still coaching close to 20 class hours per week. So I've definitely been heavily involved in those class hours for a while. And it's it's been really hard over the last uh, couple years to go down to just four to five coaching hours per week. And I know like if you're if you're like me and you've you've gotten into this business because you in love coaching, you enjoy the community side, that team camaraderie side, um, it's it's hard to give it up. And especially when you care so much about each member and giving them the best possible class experience each day, you know it's really hard to give up those coaching hours. Um, but I think one of the best arguments for giving you that reassurance and giving myself that reassurance is the cost of, of your time. You know, what is an hour worth of your time? And the longer that you're in this business, that value of an hour should hopefully increase every couple months um, and year after year after year. So coaching, as much as we know it can be a valuable role, we also know that if we were to pay someone to do that role, we could easily pay someone 20, 25, $30 an hour to cover that class. And there's lots of coaches out there that we can find to do it. And you know, we pay someone to do that hour and they cover that hour. You know, Richard Branson doesn't have to fly every plane at Virgin to have a successful business or the CEO of Whole Foods doesn't have to run the cashier cash register at, you know, the Whole Foods market. Like these are one task of a really large business that is being created and we have to be willing to pay people what they're worth, especially when our time as owners can potentially be a lot more valuable than that. Um, but that argument, even though it's useful, is, it doesn't tell the full picture because if we just look at that argument, then for some of us as owners, we should simply go to personal training. I mean, we know we can make 60, 70, $80 as per hour as a personal trainer, 
So why wouldn't we just trade all of our class hours for personal training hours? Um, and that doesn't really tell the full story of what we're trying to do. And then you have plenty of examples out there of people who have very successful businesses that you continue to coach class hours. I mean, you have, take a look at Ben Bergeron. I mean, he's got you know, a successful business in CrossFit New England, in CompTrain, and CompTrain has all these different uh, assets to it with the master side and the individual side. You also have the immersions that he runs and the business seminars. So he clearly doesn't need the money when it comes to coaching class hours, yet this is something he chooses to do every single day by coaching his 8.30 a.m. class at CrossFit New England every single day. So there's value in coaching classes that I believe can leverage your time in other areas and actually can, even though that one hour was maybe a 20 or 25 or $30 roll, it can leverage your time to get you a higher value on the other eight or nine or 10 hours that you're working that day, okay? And we'll kind of go into detail about what I mean on that a little bit further here. Um, but I think, you know, we do have to, we do have to see, we do have to assign an hourly rate to it because that's gonna kind of set a, a limit on what we're doing coaching wise because we definitely don't wanna be coaching 20, 25, 30 hours a week as our gym's growing because we're gonna, there's gonna be other areas of the business that we're just ignoring. Um, sales and marketing being the big one. You know, one of the best ways to assign an hourly rate to your time is to think about what you can make with a simple sales consultation or knocking knocking on a few doors to a couple local businesses and visiting your neighbors. You know, if you know the lifetime value of your customer is $1,000 or $2,000, then your ability to make one sale could be worth $1,000 or $2,000 to that to your business. I mean, even something as simple as an intro. For us, if someone's gonna do an intro and sign up to get started in our CrossFit classes, they're paying $350 to get started in our CrossFit classes. So if I can make time to uh, get more intros and actually spend the half hour to do the intro with someone, I can bring in $350 for the business in 30 minutes of my time versus that $25 per hour that could have been spent on coaching. But again, there's more to it than this. Um, the biggest thing I want you guys to understand is that by assigning this hourly rate to your time, you can also delegate other parts of the business first. So if you're still coaching classes, but on top of that, you're also doing cleaning and maintenance and customer service work, well, all of those roles should hopefully be less valuable than coaching classes. So first and foremost, you gotta delegate those roles out first before giving up classes. Like don't give up classes to spend more time cleaning the gym. Have someone else do that stuff instead of you. Um, the other thing to realize is that a lot of us don't want to give up hours because we don't feel like anybody's ever going to do it as good as we can. And there's a couple things you need to know when it comes to being able to give up roles and tasks to other people. The first is that if someone can do something 85, 90% as well as you can, then you have to be willing to give that thing up so you can level yourself up within the business. And one thing also to realize is that when someone's doing something 85 to 90% as good as you can, they actually might be doing it as good or better than you are. You just have very specific ways you want that thing done. You know, there's probably members out there that think your coaches are better than you are. They enjoy having your other coaches out there 
rather than having being coached by you. And a lot of times we kind of get set in our ways as coaches and we think because someone's not doing it the exact way we would do it that it's not as good. But actually, you know, people have different preferences and a lot of your members may prefer that. You know, and every once in a while we'll hear from, you know, a member that says, oh man, you know, Andrew, I miss having you on the floor. You know, when do you coach? Like, you know, I'd love to, to you know, take one of your classes again, whatever it might be. And, and we hear those things and we, we think that that means that the product is subpar when we're out there, but that isn't always the case. A lot of times that person is just, you know, they're a friend and they, they maybe enjoyed your coaching and miss having you out there, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily having a subpar experience with those other coaches. So, um, kind of moving on here a little bit, one of the most powerful frameworks that I've ever had for removing classes, this is what's really helped me get from 12 to 15 hours a week to now where I'm at with four to five hours a week, came from our business coach at Jim Wright. And what he told me was, he applied this to himself first, was when I was on the floor and I was thinking about all the other areas of the business that I could be spending my time on, that's when I knew it was time to give up a lot of my coaching hours. Okay, so if you're on the coaching floor and you're coaching classes and you aren't 100% present trying to deliver the best experience possible to your members, then you owe it to yourself and your members to spend, to delegate that coaching hour and actually spend your time on that thing that is taking your attention, okay? Because likely that thing is holding up a lot more aspects of the business and, and your growth than you simply taking on that single class. And another thing to think about is you, you gotta be hiring before you need to because if you wait till you're burnt out, what's gonna happen is that once you do hire, you're not gonna spend the right amount of time training and developing those coaches to do a great job. By the time you hire, if you're burnt out, you're just gonna basically dump those hours on them. Like if you're doing, you know, you're opening and closing the gym every day, you're doing 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, if you're hiring someone to cover those early morning classes, like yes, you can sleep in one or two days a week, but you still need to get there early a couple times a week to see how that coach is doing, take their classes, give them some feedback. And if you're not doing that, if you go straight to just kind of giving up those hours without any kind of training for that coach, then it's gonna really put you in a hole. So hire before you need to and always take on a few less hours than you actually think. So that way you have that bandwidth and that extra attention to help develop that, tr that coach incoming, okay? And the other reason you wanna have that extra space is for, for times when coaches go away. You know, coaches are gonna go on vacation, coaches are gonna leave unexpectedly. I mean, just a couple months ago, we had uh, three or four coaches that just happened to leave at the same time. Two of them we knew were leaving, and um, the timing just kind of worked out, like in, in a bad way where they all happened to leave at once. You know, and I went from coaching a few hours a week, four to five hours per week, to for about two months, consistently coaching 15 to 20 hours per week. So it's really key that you take on less as an owner that you think, so that way when, when shit does hit the fan a little bit, whether it be a couple coaches go away in the same week or you maybe lose a couple coaches, you're ready to step in and deliver a great experience 
Um, and along those same lines, one thing to think about with that is I used to stress out, I still do the schedule at our gym, and I used to stress out just so much when people would go away because I felt like, okay, if we had, if we have a CrossFit class that's one of our like medium-sized classes and we're used to having two coaches in this class, then I need to have two coaches in this class no matter what. So when people would go away, like I would cover a lot more hours than I needed to just to make sure we had two coaches in every single class. And I think it's it's really okay, especially if it's temporary a couple times a year, it's okay to have one coach in a class that may normally have two. Like your members are gonna be fine, they're still gonna have a great experience. And if it keeps you from being overwhelmed for, for weeks at a time or even for a full week, you know, that there's a lot of time lost if you're spent coaching hours that you could be spent on developing your team and growing your business. Um, and that's, that's really the big lesson here is that as your gym grows, as you become more successful, you owe more to your staff and the business as a whole than you do to the members, okay? You wanna hire and train great people, great coaches, great staff to take care of the members. You no longer wanna be the person that's responsible for taking care of those members. Doesn't mean that you're still not gonna be involved with the community, and that's why myself and people like Ben Bergeron, we still do classes. We wanna be, we wanna be on the pulse of the community. We want to, you know, being in classes gives me content for this podcast. It allows me to um, have a, a context when I go into our coaches meetings for developing our team and improving the product. So that's where taking classes can leverage the other eight, nine, 10 hours of the day. But ultimately, once we get past a few coaching hours per week, it, it, we start to get diminishing returns. And those, those diminishing returns can happen pretty quickly and the more hours we coach, the more we get burnt out and we're not doing those roles that we should be spending our time on within the business. Um, so I know I threw a lot at you guys in this podcast. Hopefully some of those things help. And again, I hope that you guys will take on a few less hours than you think, over deliver in the class hours that you have so you can lead by example. Um, and then that way you're ready to step in when shit hits the fan.